0: businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters, the very minds of the people we are trying to save, but until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged, and
1: many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Are you listening to me, Neo? Or were you looking at the woman in the red dress?
0: As usual, take your eyes off the woman in the red dress. She is a distraction to the real problems that we face. She's a distraction, I should say, to the solutions to the real problems we face. Welcome to the Mark Kreslin Show here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network Radio, the way it should be. We're live. We're live right now, matter of fact, and we are live Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Time to 8 a.m. Central Time, followed by my good friend Mike Church, host of the Mike Church Show. He picks up at 8 o'clock and takes it to about 11, Uh, and then throughout the week we have a whole host of programming, programming you won't want to miss, and I can assure you, programming that you will not get on or from... Mainstream conservative talk radio, folks. We are entering a new era, and um, you know the old status quo way of thinking about problems just has to go. Uh, and if it doesn't go, well, then it's um, it's very unlikely that things are going to get better in the way I suspect most of us think things should get better, i.e. we should not have an all-powerful central government ruling us, and don't mistake for a second the fact that we are being ruled. And so if somehow life getting better means they don't rule us, well... It ain't going to happen the way most people are currently uh, anticipating that it will happen. It just isn't. So uh, I want to encourage you to not pay attention to the woman in the red dress. Don't buy uh, ideas that have been tried for literally 40 years and have proven to be utter failures, notwithstanding the immorality of these ideas. And we'll get to that here in a few moments. As a live calling program, you can always call us at 844-5-CRUSADE, 844-527-8723. And uh, that will connect you to the uh, the, um, Louisiana studio, and they'll get you in the queue, and boom, we'll put you on the air, and uh, you can talk to your fellow listeners. So anyways, I'm glad you joined us. For all of you folks who are Trumpsters are hanging in there with the Trumpster uh, and in full panic mode now because uh, the Washington Post and the New York Times are reporting it's over. Hillary should just be coronated now. Trump can't keep his mouth shut, blah, 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 blah. Please allow me to offer some words of some calming words. Namely, in the one word, August. This is just August. Most of what he is doing now <clears throat> will have little impact on whatever happens in November. And uh, so those who are in a free fall panic right now, concerned that their guy uh, is not going to be able to defeat the evil one, Hillary. Uh, You need to just take a breath and calm down. Now, as you know, I am not voting for Trump. I will not be voting for either candidate. I will not be voting for any national candidate, uh, mainly because the word national is there. Uh, So I will not be voting for any national government candidate, Uh, whether that's a U.S. Senate position, a U.S. House position. I will be abstaining because this is a illegitimate system of government. It is not a representative republic. It is an oligarchy where special interests have their way. And uh, so why would I participate in that? But for those who are going to continue to participate, and I run into them with massive regularity. In fact, I run into people that are going to vote for Trumpster uh, just because he's not Hillary all the time. There are are two movements of people. There are the pro-Trump people out there who think hashtag the American Union just needs a good old dose of Donald, and you just watch how that's going to fix things. We're going to get a businessman in the White House, and he is going to start running this country like a business, because that's what we need right now. We need to run run America like a business, and boy, there's just nobody better to do that than Donald Trump, because look at his success. There's that group of people out there, and then uh, there is a, uh, another group of people that are going to vote for Donald Trump because he's not Hillary. And so that appears to be the two motivations primarily behind those who are going to get behind the Trumpster. But last week for them <clears throat> was a very, very alarming week as the mainstream media... Uh, beat old Trumpster up, and said he uh, is unfit to be the president because he took on some, uh, I don't know, some Muslim spokesman apparently. I didn't pay that much attention to it. Um, But that makes him unfit because he challenged uh, what the person from the Democratic National Convention was saying. And there's just more proof that he's unfit for office. And the New York Times went with big stories. Then there was a rumor leaked that they were, the, the RNC was preparing for Trump to quit and get out of the race. And what would that look like? What, what would happen if Donald Trump stepped down? What's the process by which a new candidate might be put up on the ballot? And the RNC floated that rumor out there. The establishment, you can only imagine, was behind that. Um, and so, by the end of the week, everybody, all the Trump supporters, or we got to stop Hillary supporters, so they wouldn't be so they wouldn't mind it so bad if uh, Trump was replaced. But the Trump supporters were in full full-fledged panic. It's over. And having spent years in national politics, let me remind everybody: it is just August. This is a slow news month. People are taking. Right now, this week will probably be their last week of vacation before their little children run off to uh, government indoctrination camps, also referred to as public schools. So soon, parents, by the millions, will be plugging their children into the matrix cables. They're sitting right outside the school door. When you walk in, every child is assigned one. That's how they get comfortable with it. So that by the time they graduate, that matrix cable is completely buried in their head uh if you were raised in a conservative family you will find yourself chanting regularly usa 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 and that matrix cable will feed that message right into their head if you're raised in a liberal family uh you will uh probably cry uh shout out uh Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matters, Black Lives Matters. And If you were raised somewhere in between, you will just be quiet and watch the other two, but still run and vote. So here in, a, in about a week, kids parents, by the millions, and I mean by the millions, will run their little children off to school. And uh, off to government indoctrination camps, don't think they're anything other. And I don't care if you're a teacher. I, I, don't, I don't care if you have a good teacher that happens to be your teacher, your child's teacher. If you think that that's the, it, that's the uh, it, it's, if you think the problem is, oh, public school is horrible, but I have a great teacher, you're part of the problem. It's what I say about the system of government. If you think, oh, Congress is bad, but I, my congressman, he's just swell. Well, you're part of the problem. You don't yet understand that the problem is the system. The public education system is an utter failure. Yet millions in literally a week are going to run their little children off there. They're going to dump them in those government education camps. They're going to let them have their heads plugged into the matrix. And then they're going to wonder why things don't change. Well, folks, you know, this is one of the great frustrations of what I do and what others like me do. We persuade people, we make arguments. You know, facts almost don't matter anymore. We make arguments that this is a bipartisan, corrupt, and morally bankrupt national as opposed to federal government. We make clear arguments. We, in fact, we make arguments that cannot be defeated. And you know what? A lot of people even nod. Yep, you're right, you're right. And then go about doing the same exact thing. So I will say that until enough people are willing to stop doing the same thing, well, guess what? Absolutely nothing is going to change. Nothing. Nothing will change, and you will ride and be responsible for uh, taking down hashtag or writing down hashtag the American Union. That's what that's what will be in your legacy. You did nothing. You sat and you watched. You complained. Oh, give me a sign, Kreslins. I'm carrying a sign to Washington, D.C., and I'm going to let them have it this time. I'm going to wave that sign with more fervor than I did the last time. I'm actually going to raise that sign not just a little bit above my head. I'm going to raise that sign way above my head. I am going to let them know that I believe uh, that, even though I say I don't believe it, I believe they are the solution to the problem. I am going to protest harder. Kreslens, I am going to vote harder this time. When I get into that polling booth, I am going to press that button with such passion, with such fervor, that it's going to create an earthquake in Washington, D.C., they are going to hear from the people. You just watch. You and your silly little secession ideas over there, that has no chance of working. You, 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 that silly guy who believes that the issue we are facing is really boiled down to a simple word, word called, uh, 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 called control. If you think that's the problem, control is not the problem. What is the problem? Is Hillary Clinton? That's the problem, Kreslin. You big dummy! Can't you figure this out? It was Obama. Look what Obama did. He fundamentally changed America. Not exactly sure how he did, but he fundamentally changed the East. whatever whatever we think that word that phrase means. That's what happened. Now she's going to fundamentally change it more. She's going to more fundamentally <laughs> change it. So we've got to vote for Trump because we've got to stop Hillary. We don't care if Trump might fundamentally change America, but that's not the point. He's a Republican, and Republicans don't fundamentally change anything. So Kreslin, just, just get, with, just get with, the, with the program here. Stop your blathering on about uh, government indoctrination camps. You think that's so cute to call them that? They're public schools. My teacher who teaches my little child, who helps plug in the matrix cable into his or her back head, she's a good teacher. He's a good teacher. Yes, we, we will agree with you that most other schools are bad, but not my school. Nope, I've got... My teachers are all Mother Teresa's. They do no wrong, Kreslins. They are sacrificers. They went to school to get an education degree so that they can then make $60,000 a year and get summers off, sacrificing, getting summers off, getting full paid health care benefits, getting a wonderful um, pension plan. Now, Kreslin, that's sacrifice. What are you doing for the cause, bucko? Huh? Did you go to school to get a degree and then make... 60000 bucks a year, get summers off, full health care, and uh, and pension benefits. Did you sacrifice like that? What are you doing for the cause, Kreslins? These teachers are saints. They are sacrificing, and so how dare you, Kreslins? Condemn the public education school system with your snarky little comments about it being a government indoctrination camp. How dare you, Kreslins? Don't you understand? Yes, we understand that the average person in many, many parts of the country, the average family only has a median income of 35000 bucks, but they're, they're not sacrificing Kreslins. Yes, we know that sometimes many people have a very difficult time making ends meet out there, but that's not the point. They're not teachers. Teachers sacrifice. We've been told that our entire lives. They are saints. So, those of you who in a week are going to run off and drop your children off at the local public uh, government indoctrination camp, you are part of the problem. As I have Proclaimed loudly on this program, get your kids out of there for their safety. You don't know your teacher well, your child's teacher well enough to make a call on whether they're great. Most of you don't. And if they are, they aren't going to have that teacher their whole government indoctrination camp career. Get your kids out of there. If you love your children, Kreslins, don't go there. Don't go there, Kreslins. Don't you say it. If you love your children, (laughs) you fill in the blank. What would my next line be? Let me just uh, re-emphasize. Get your kids out of those schools. They are dangerous to their physical health, to their moral health, to their intellectual health. They are not helpful. And don't give me the anecdotal, well, yes, I know all the other kids are bad, but my kid, maybe you do have an exceptional child. So what? Would you stand by while uh, a a whole group of people were, well, maybe we would, (laughs) were assaulted? Would you just stand by? I guess today we probably would. So after, after all, what's, what's most important is, what's mine? Give me minds. What do I deserve? Because after all, I am the center of the universe. The world revolves around me, my pleasure, my happiness, what I get. That is what's important, Kreslin's, my personal happiness. And so if I have to sacrifice my kids at the altar of the government indoctrination camps, referred to as the public education system, well then, you know what? Get on the altar, kids. Mom and dad's happiness is paramount here because we're Americans. And by golly, America, God's gift to the world Uh, we are uh, we are Americans, and we get what's ours. Now, I'm sure people are going to listen and say, well, there goes Kreslin's bashing America again. Why doesn't he bash uh, Hillary? Because, folks, whatever America was supposed to be, I think it's pretty clear we're not. Whatever, whatever America is supposed to be, was supposed to be when they were shedding their blood in Lexington and Brandywine and Yorktown and all the other battles during the Revolutionary War, whatever they thought they were fighting for then to get free from what they perceived to be great tyranny, we're posers compared to those guys. You realize that? We are just all hot air. We are absolute posers. Shame on us. Those guys knew what it was to sacrifice. They had more commitment to a, <clears throat> a kind of morality in their th- fingertip than we hold collectively. They actually did something. And uh, so as they're shedding their bloods in Lexington, blood in Lexington and Concord and, and uh, all the various uh, uh, battles throughout the Revolutionary War, what were they trying to create then? Were they trying to create a nation? Is that what they were trying to create? Oh, yeah, let's just exchange one kind of centralized tyranny for a new kind of centralized tyranny. Now, that's a great idea. Let's do that. All right, everybody, get your muskets. Let's go uh, kick the king out of here, and let's create a new kind of centralized government that will, over time, actually become much, much worse than the king and parliament. That's a great idea. Let's do that. Let's all shed our blood. Let's all get our muskets, say goodbye to our, our wife and our kids. Wave to them as we hop on our horses and and uh, trek off to meet old President Washington and ask him where we uh, line up and go head to head with the Brits. Let's let's do that. Hey Johnny, you take care of Mom now while Dad goes and fights for our independence. If Dad doesn't come back, you're the man of the house now. Nope, we line up, take our kids. Send them right into the matrix. Hey, Johnny, while Dad goes off to work a job, Mom goes off and works a job so we can get our 4,000-square-foot home and our new Audis, Uh, we're going to drop you off at the local public education, the local government indoctrination camp, so that we can do that. Oh, yeah, compare those two ideas. Old William getting on his horse, saying goodbye to Johnny... Well, he goes to fight for freedom and says, Johnny, if I don't come back, uh, you're the man of the house now. you got to take care of your family. you got to go out and hunt and make sure food's on the table. you got to protect the home. Today it's, hey, uh, Johnny, uh, listen, get in the Audi. We're running late uh, to, to the government indo- indo- indoctrination camp. So, uh, Johnny, when you get into that government indoctrination camp, just don't do anything bad that disrupts my day. (laughs) We don't have, we're posers. We are absolute posers. We raise our signs and we talk about we're going to take back America, Kreslin. We're going to make America great again. You just watch. We run to Washington DC and we raise our signs and used to be hundreds of thousands, now it's down to ten thousand. Soon it'll be down to hundreds of people. They'll show up in Washington DC. But you watch Kreslins, okay, we get it. We get it. The protest didn't work, but now we're moving our strategy to voting harder, Kreslins. That's no more inane than our protesting down in D C. Get your kids out of those public schools. Sacrifice for them. Don't be so driven by material success that you're willing to sacrifice those wonderful little gifts that you're given. Yesterday, I had all four of my grandchildren. By the way, my daughter, Jennifer, and her husband, John, adopted their third and fourth child yesterday, or last week. Little five-year-old um, Kayla and four-year-old Natalie. You know what they're doing? They're gonna. They've homeschooled up to this point. For the next year, they're gonna sacrifice everything they have so they can put them into a Christian school. And then next year, when John graduates with his PhD, they're gonna move. He'll teach somewhere, and uh, they're going to homeschool. They're going to sacrifice. They're not going to have... You realize they're going to... They're you know what's going to... You know what's the weird thing is that they're going to be looked down upon in their culture, in their community, because they're not going to have very much. You know why? Because John's going to work, and Mom's going to stay home. They're going to have one income. They'll be able to probably buy a house, but it won't be a big house. It'll be a 1,300, 1,500-square-foot home. They'll all pack in there, all six of them. They want to adopt two more. they hope they have six children. They're not going to have much. Jennifer's not going to wear diamonds and gold necklaces. They're not going to be able to eat out, even at Olive Garden, very much. They're going to give up all of that. They're going to give up all that America offers. Because America makes a little little um, offer to us, doesn't it? If you sacrifice this, you will get this. And too often, it's, if you sacrifice your children, if you put them, if you just give them over to us here in the government indoctrination camps, if you just do that, look at what you get. A 2016 Audi. A 4,000 square foot home. If you're a teacher, you get three months off in the summer. You can travel. You get full health care benefits, a wonderful pension plan. Just make the trade. Make the trade off. Give us your children and look what you get. You get a European vacation. Maybe if you work real hard and, and you don't come home very much and you work 12, 14 hour days, and if you ignore your children, not only if you drop them off here at the government indoctrination camp, if you, uh, if you don't come home for 12 hours a day and you don't even spend any time with them, heck, you might even get uh, to buy that lake house. Folks, we are posers. Compared to those back in the 1770s, we don't have a clue. We use their language and dishonor their sacrifice when we do. We don't know what it means to sacrifice. I was made intimately aware of this last week. I won't go into details. let me just assure you that prosperity and, and uh, sacrifice for a cause uh, don't often work very well together. <laughs> there aren't a lot of John Hancocks out there, let me assure you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, either we're going to sp- speak the truth about the problems here, or we're just gonna dance around and hope that the Trumpster somehow pulls it out, or the Republicans once again, you know, get elected and that's supposed to somehow fix everything. Folks, I'm just going to speak the truth here. I don't care. Mike will throw me off the air if I go too far. <laughs> we are at a point where truth is necessary. It does you no good. To just have me come on, 6 a.m. Central Time, talk about... Well, let me see. L- hang on a minute. Let me just go over to Drudge Report real quick. Let's see. Let's, let's get the mainstream conservative radio talking points for the day. Okay, here's Drudge Report. 2016, Hillary conquers the stairs. 2012, she falls at home. There's a blood clot. 2011, she falls boarding a plane. 2009, she falls going to the White House, she breaks an elbow. Okay, so I guess the new strategy is going to be, let's see if Hillary is sick. Uh, now, of course, this appears to be a seven-year illness, because if it started back in 2009, I think she is 70. Isn't she, isn't she up there 65? I don't know. She's, she's not young, so what, do we expect her to run up the stairs? Oh, Hillary's just out for a jog. It's not like this woman is a paragon of health. I mean, we've all seen her since uh, her her wicked, unrepentant husband got his fanny into that White House and did the dastardly things he did. We've all seen her since then. It's not like she's a a picture of health. So, so what? So she. But that's going to be the talking point of mainstream conservative talk radio. Ah, oh, here's another angle. We got her on the emails, now we're going to get her on her health. Hillary, what is really going on? Do you have some kind of incurable incurable brain disorder? And does that make you ineligible? Which, by the way, is a legitimate question, but I think that's going to be what you're going to hear breathlessly all day today. Apparently, what's his name? Assange has other emails or such, you know, if, that's, if, if people really think that's the problem, then I'm just quitting. I'm just going to quit. If, if the majority of the listeners to the Mark Kreslin Show believe the problem is Hillary Clinton, I quit. I'm going, I'm just doing sports radio. I'm just going to talk about um, why it's been great news that Russell Westbrook re-signed with the Oklahoma Thunder. Uh, And now he gets to be the alpha male on that team. And he gets to build a team around him. And KD doesn't look so good now. So if if people, even in this listening audience, believe that um, the solution remotely lies in Washington, D.C. and this national election circus, then I quit. You are my last hope because the solution is not, has absolutely nothing to do with this national election circus. Why do I play that clip in the beginning? Really, the clip about Neo and Morpheus, really the whole clip boils down to the last line in that clip. Get your eyes off the woman in the red dress. She is just a distraction, distracting you away from the bullet that is coming to your head. And if you think this national election circus matters, call me and tell me why, 844-527-8723. Now, I won't beat you up on the air. I promise you I won't. But if down deep in your heart you still are clutching onto this hope, please tell us why. Please tell me why. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe even at this late date I'm the guy who's missing something here. So I don't think I'll get any calls because my guess is most of you in the listening audience right now do agree with me that the solution has absolutely nothing to do with Washington, D.C., but you face exactly the same hurdles I do every day, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Time to 8 a.m. Central Time. And you know what that struggle is? Convincing others. That's what the struggle is. Mike launched this thing here <clears throat> coming up on a year ago, and we've grown. there's no doubt at all we've grown. But the lack of embracing also has to do in my view. I can't prove this because we don't have the money to run polling to prove it. But I think uh just anecdotally or intuitively the reason we haven't grown as fast as we would have liked to is because people don't want to hear the truth. They don't. And again, I call out, I point to the fact that compared to those who sacrificed in the 1770s to give us what they believed were freedoms that were being infringed upon by the king in parliament. We can't hand, hold a candle to those folks. We, we misuse their language by adopting it for ourselves and trying to apply it to a Republican versus Democrat fight. It reveals an utter lack of knowledge about history. It reveals a too comfortable lifestyle that we are only willing to sacrifice a little bit for our disposable income? Well, only a portion of our disposable income. You all know what disposable income, that's what's left over after you've paid all your other obligations. That's what you have left. And even then, oh, we're only going to use uh, 1% of our disposable income. And yet here is a radio network that is offering truth. Yes, at times it's controversial. Any more so than the Boston Tea Party? Any more so than some of the things Sam Adams said in Boston? Any more so than, than some of the uh, uh, black robe preachers in Boston? No. But, you know, our sensibilities are so offended... Uh, at times, because we push back and we call public schools a go- government indoctrination camps, what else are they? Call me at 844-527-8723. Point to those great data points where our kids are really learning i 've seen them we ain 't doing so well here look at the look at the sense of morality kids are coming out of school with today there 's no there 's no uh, a commitment to um, monogamous marriage being spread around our government education camps. Heck, no, man. Well, you know there are just days that uh, it looks bleak out there, and and you know what? I'm not one to bury my head and say it looks opt. It sure looks optimistic out there. We're about to change things. One of these days, I'm going to get Nigel Farage on and, and Daniel Hannon and figure out when after they, uh, especially Farage, after they started in 1991, around 1998 and 2001 or 2002, when things still weren't looking all that great for their United Kingdom Independence Party, how did they struggle through that when it's just like, we ain't making any headway? <laughs> we're not getting to the people. We're not. We're not quite inspiring them to get away from the European Union. And I recognize that those of us who are involved in the hashtag exit, hashtag American Union movement, we're just at the beginning. But that doesn't mean it's not tough when you run into people who are just going to insist that this national election circus is the most important election circus of our lives kreslins don't you understand i heard that all weekend i did i made a mistake and two or three times this weekend tuned tuned into mainstream conservative talk radio and i heard exactly what i thought i was going to hear this is the most important election of our lifetime, kreslin's don't you get it we okay great we don't we don't support Trump, but we gotta stop Hillary. Well, what if Hillary's the best thing? What if the best thing that happens to us is she brings the pain huh? my executive semi competent executive producer who rarely shows up anymore had to go through excruciating pain in order to get better. we are so pain averse what if the best thing that could ever happen to us is for Hillary to bring the pain uh, we can 't think that way kresler we we 've got to get Trump in there to make America great again so we can get our three thousand square foot home and we can get we want things to go back to normal we want to just be able to Dump our kids at the uh, local government indoctrination camp. Get on with earning our dual income. We're shooting for the $120,000 year uh, annual salary a month, I mean a a year uh, goal this year, Kreslins. That's our goal because that gets us to buy the 3,000, 4,000 square foot home. And that Audi, that 2016 model, that just belongs in my garage, Kreslins. So we want Trump because he's going to he's telling us what we want to hear. He's going to make America great again. Now we don't really care whether or not he can. He can because that's not the kind of people we are anymore. We're not like those guys back there in the 1770s. We just like to feel good about things. So uh, I think the best thing one of the best things that could happen is for Hillary to get elected there. What, let me watch my shoutcast numbers go down to Patty, get up. I need you to start listening, so I have one listener here. What if the best thing that happened to us was to bring a little bit of pain? Pain has a very powerful effect on us. It causes us to focus. It causes us to figure out what the problem is. Bring the pain. Maybe that's what we need. Let's go to the phone lines here and talk to our first caller of the week, Chris, in Florida. You ain't feeling a lot of pain down there, brother.
1: No, How's it I'm not going? feeling much pain at all. In fact, that would be part of those comfy shackles I spoke with you about before. <laughs> Mr. Kreslin, we live in a society where we would be offended if we had to get out of our couch, our yep. lazy boy, to change the channel on our TV.
0: Yep, yep. That's it. We're a soft people, Chris. You are exactly right. We we you know what's so funny, I, I, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show. We adopt their language. You know, we tend to use it the way they used it back in the seventeen seventies and we look all tough and all this and we say all the tough things, but we're about as soft as a marshmallow. We could we can't take anything.
1: We are indeed. Now I would like to argue that perhaps this is the most important election of our lifetime.
0: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. Chris, get ready to cut him off. Christopher, go ahead, Chris. You've lost my
1: mind. You've lost your mind. Um, uh, For a moment now, if you look at the polarity in the country and how uh, everybody is dissatisfied with everything, so we have to have the safety valve on the pressure cooker of the vote. If they were to pull the election and say, nope, we're not voting, we're just going to state whoever we want, we are your rulers, sit down and shut up, yeah. something may, well, I'm not saying it would, but I might gotcha. actually occur, and they are probably afraid of that at this point. So better to hmm. allow the people out there to have the illusion that they have a choice in what's going on, because then they'll just complain and go back to doing whatever it is they do.
0: Yeah, I think you may be honest over there. I think I think that is kind of a salve. It is kind of a placebo, if you will, uh, uh, to prevent us from doing anything other. We, we've we done our civic duty, and we feel like, yeah, I think you may be on something there, Chris. We, we feel like we've done something, and we've done absolutely jack with running to these polls and voting.
1: The uh, other thing, as far as the pain goes, and having voting occur and then pain occur and focusing laser-like in on what the problem is. How's that working out in Venezuela? They're still <laughs> calling for government.
0: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I mean, it is a disaster down there. I, I, obviously, you're following it, but this is what you get when when you have a pacified people uh, who are terrified of their government. Let's be honest. You, we all have reasons to be terrified of this government. Uh, you end up with what you've got down there in Venezuela, which is a humanitarian crisis of proportions I haven't seen in my lifetime, uh, where people are, I read a report yesterday that there are hundreds of thousands trying to get across the border into Colombia, and of course Colombia is blocking it now because they can't take, you know, hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans coming across the border. And they're coming across the border just to find food, basic food.
1: The good news there is that it's equal. You know, the middle class is out there with the poor digging through the garbage, so all is well.
0: All is well. Hey, thanks for the call, brother, and the, the enlightening thoughts. Appreciate it as usual. Have a good one, Mr. Chris. You too, man. Hey, I love Chris. Calls. Yes.
1: You said you a prediction, prediction there? there's going to be pain? I'm sorry? You said there's going to be a prediction that there's pain? Uh, there
0: might be. Oh, there's going to be pain at some point, because I'm going to get to an article like here in the next segment, actually, prediction? that kind of yes, covers prediction. that. Oh. Go ahead. Pain pain. That's it. What's That's your coming for the fight. Then? Prediction?: Yes, prediction. Pain.:
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, baby. Good Get ready for it.
0: Well folks, if you like what you're hearing here on the Crusade Channel today, then why not support us? Why not make that sacrifice of, from your disposable income or non-disposable income and help us out here at the Crusade Channel. Part of the Veritas Radio Network radio the way it should be by becoming a founder's past member and not, don't put it off. Let I me mean, do it today. We need your help. We've got our August goals. Folks, we are on a crusade here. We really are. This is not just a clever title. Um, we are on a crusade of sorts. We are trying to get truth back out there in people's minds. It's been so damped down for, and tamped down for dampened and tamped down for so long, I'm not sure people can see truth all that clearly anymore. But I will tell you this, Jesus himself said in John 8, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We need a heavy dose of truth. As painful as it may be, we need it today, and you're going to get it here on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network radio, the way it should be. But I will tell you this, if you become a Founders Past member today and not put it off, you're going to have access to my show, my good friend Mike Church, host of the Mike Church Show, Gregory Carpenter's Reverse Deception, Michael, Dr. Michael T. George's uh, uh, My Story of America, Professor Dr. Kevin Goodsman's Constitution Hour, David Simpson's show, Suzanne uh, Sherman's The Suzanne Option. You're going to have access to all of those, being able to download those programs and listen to them at your convenience. You won't miss any of this because you know you're not going to get it in other places, but that's not all, folks. If you become a Founders Pass member during the month of August you are going to get a copy, a free copy, of The Road to Independence on DVD. This is the real story of, around the Declaration of Independence written and produced and directed by our good friend Mike Church, host of the Mike Church Show. But on top of that, that's not even all. If you become a founding father or a crusader, or make a $500 cash donation to our monthly crowdfunding campaign. You will get a beautiful handmade wooden kitchen cutting board shipped to your home from our good friends at McClureblock.com. Go to their website McClureblock.com. You will not. You will be amazed with the products that they put out. So if you become a founding father, a crusader, or you make a $500 cash donation to our monthly uh, crowdfunding campaign, that's what you're going to get. You'll get the DVD, and you'll get the cutting board. Now, folks, don't put it off. Become a Founders Pass member today at a minimum. You're going to get this wonderful DVD, The Road to Independence. You're going to learn the real story of the Declaration of Independence. So please join our crusade today and become a Founders Past member by going to Veritas Radio Network forward slash join or do what I do. Go to uh, uh, VeritasRadioNetwork.com and click the Join button. You'll see a whole host of ways to do do that. Or you can even call us. We'll take your information over the phone at 866-483-3833. That's 866-483-3833. Our telephone number here at the studio is... Eight four four five Crusade eight four four five two seven eight seven two three. This is the Mark Kreslin show, on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network. Radio the way it should be.